1: Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Welcome
2: back to The Soul's Journey. As the nice lady said, my name is Tom Jacobs. I live on the web at tdjacobs.com. And what I do is, in general for my work, is I'm an evolutionary astrologer and also an energy worker and a channel. And I combine all those things to uh, provide you a view on what your soul is uh, trying to have you do or figure out as a human as your soul plays it 's uh, human part out uh, during the course of your life and I do frame that in terms of the multi life journey so we talk about past lives and present lives and and it's a it 's a good time and the energy work uh, is is really been developing the last few years and is really a solid part of what i 'm doing and and um so if you're interested in private sessions to get um to get things calibrated and released and to get yourself attuned to a more empowered frequency, you can check out my site and see all the uh the different things that I offer. Uh tonight in the show uh we'll be having a lively conversation with the wonderful Hal Barr, who's an astrologer, intuitive, and also human design practitioner. I'm a moon Neptune person and he is a Sun Neptune person, so we create a wonderful Neptunian space, and as we'll discuss, we have some Neptunian uh, Piscean stuff uh collectively happening right now uh that are asking us to uh to adapt and adjust to piscean reality first i want to do a couple of announcements before introducing how um when you go to my site now if you haven't been there recently you will see a cool addition and it's the expansion of uh, the crystals uh that i've been uh, programming energetically there are now five different uh uh varieties available for different purposes. And there are also instructional materials uh, and explanations and channeled stuff and uh, MP3s to go with each one. You can hear about them. But these are really about giving you a seed of the energy of transformation that I bring through from the Ascended Master and the Archangel that I work with. So I do that in sessions. But then you can also take home a crystal to keep that energy constantly uh, vibrating in your home, your purse, your uh, glove box, your pocket, whatever. So you'll see an expansion of that. If you go there and there are no Labradorites available, within three or four weeks, there will be another 20 or 25. So so don't fret. I know people uh, love the Labradorites and they're for intuition and people really want to uh, increase and uh, learn to trust their intuition and gut instinct. Uh, so soon, uh, those the first 20 went pretty quickly. The other announcement is starting Thursday, February, uh, March 26th, for four Thursdays, I'm doing four transformative energy work calls on processing trauma and grief, deep Plutonian stuff that hurts and that keeps us fragmented. So these are going to be amazing things with those two beings I mentioned, Ascended Master Jehudi, also known as Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin, and uh, Archangel Metatron. And these are transformative calls. There's a flyer on my site. Check my blog and also my site calendar. Four Thursdays for an hour each. And you can get the MP3s if you cannot make the live calls. And and those do require a, a programmed Onyx piece. And you can be in uh, Crystal. And you can be in touch uh, with questions about that. I encourage you to sign up now so that you can make sure that the Crystal has a chance to get to you in the mail before the 26th. Uh, it only takes a few days, but I know a lot of people hear this right after uh, the broadcast. So that is, uh, I think those are my announcements and I'm happy uh, to be here with you again. And I'm really happy to welcome Hal. As I said, Hal Barr is an intuitive and an astrologer and also a human design practitioner. And he combines all of his tools together as I do. And I've, I've experienced a reading with him and, uh, and I've told people to go to him and I'm doing that again. Um, and one of the things that I love about Hal is that he brings, uh, a certain level of groundedness that is very open, and it allows heart and wisdom and humor, as well as wisdom and heart and wisdom, uh, to come through and be part of uh, part of the conversations. And I'm I'm really happy to uh, to welcome you back, Hal.
0: Hey, Tom. Well, I'll do my best. To, to live up to all that heart and
2: wisdom,
0: <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> the, the humor's wisdom. a given,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't forget the wisdom—the wisdom too. We want it. We want uh, several doses of that. So
0: <laughs> please, please, I, I would like a double shot of that tonight, please.
2: Okay, great. Yeah, I'm just sending the order back to the kitchen now.
0: Thank so, you so much.
2: So, so this is kind of a, this is a really interesting week, and um, the you know the thoughts that you shared with me on what you wanted to cover. Encompass quite a lot between a couple of different events. And it's, you know, to have a solar eclipse, the last degree of Pisces, right before, you know, uh, the vernal equinox, um, on the heels of, uh, or on the tail of the uh, last of the seven Pluturana squares, it's a lot of uh, change. It's a lot of, uh, but different kinds of invitations all stacked up together.
0: Oh, I, I love how you put that, that you, that you, that you brought in the word invitation because Mm. I just think, you know, how many different ways can you say, um, you know, would you, would anyone like some spare change? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, and I, I think this week, especially with, with so much, there's so much support that, you know, if, if, Things are feeling stuffy in some part of our lives. This is a really great moment to to invoke uh, a bit of thunder and lightning to get the the air, some fresh air moving in, and, yeah. and get some things moving in a different way. Well, so, um, go ahead.
2: Well, can we do an overview of kind of if you were to summarize in like uh, three quarters of a sentence each? The, these this little train of events that we're working with, like the Pluto-Uranus thing, what kind of change is that inviting? And then the eclipse, what kind of change is that inviting? Just kind of a brief overview to string them together. Could you do that for me, those three? (laughs) Thank you
0: so much for for that. Um, Yeah, so, so, well, Pluto-Uranus squares, um, it's actually, this was the seventh and final one that we've had over the last five years. So, um, if I'm looking at Pluto and Uranus just as energy. We're looking at power and, and the, the great experimenter, raw mm-hmm. power, the great experimenter coming together. Mm-hmm. And they're coming together in two signs where, you know, Pluto's been in Capricorn. So, so we're really looking at, um, a huge amount of transformation in the status quo or the, or, the status quo trying to keep its power, right? And Uranus and Aries is all about okay, let's try something, anything new. Let's, you know, anything that we've done before is mm. is not gonna work. Is not gonna stand. So those two things having a square relationship to each other, having a really energetic conversation, it's all about shaking up. It's it's been about shaking up the status quo right. and revolutionizing things, and then the and then what I've noticed too over the last five years is, you know, the powers that be want to stay in power. Of so you you have, the, uh, you have the you have the you have the you know the, the reflexive response to that, which is about which is about just trying to trying to consolidate power and keep it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
2: What I notice so, of people is a lot of like uh, inner kids who have been in charge, consolidating their power, and also old like <laughs> fuddy duddies who tell them they're older than they are, also consolidating power. I'm not even being a smart aleck; just like that's, you know, that's that's like a huge part of it is like that internal power. Who's running? Who's running? Who's driving this car? You know, like who's running this life?
0: Well, and I, I, so the place I go with this, you know, both. I might say something about the outer world and then the inner world. Yeah, for me, yeah. is that in the outer world, a couple of the great manifestations of this to me are what has happened with uh, with the ruling around the Ferguson Police Department. Okay. Which it, and so um, this is this is a, a police department that was shown to um, to. Uh, arrest people of color, you know, in grossly elevated um, uh, uh, numbers <laughs> in a community, and they did it for a long period of time. And they actually did it. Part of it was as a way to keep to fund the coffers of, of local government. And it finally got brought to light. And then what's happened is there's been a, a complete shakeup of that police department. And it's it's all happened out in public view. Right. Right. You know, which sparked by, um, by the shooting death, uh, by the police there. Um, and there've been huge protests, but, but so over this period of, you know, this is un, unreal over a number of months, Mm -hmm. but really right in time with this square, um, there's been, uh, you know, the, Status quo couldn't stay, and so change has been invoked from a power greater than the local government. You know, the federal government basically right, right. Um, And and the police chief is gone, and you know, other other heads are rolling, and they're they're talking about the entire police force having to change its makeup. Um, The other place I go is is, and it's funny, you know, I don't. As a rule, I actually am one of these people, I don't watch TV and I don't listen to the news much mm-hmm. because it's it's so uh, um, manipulated. But one of the other fun stories has been this whole thing going on with uh, Israel and, and Netanyahu, who is the prime minister. Of- Being invited by the Republicans to come speak to Congress. As a, sort of as a broadside to, to President Obama. And Netanyahu is also Israel is trying to position his political position, and the first for the first time in many many years, he's actually he it looks like he's it's possible he'll lose the election. So so there's there's this great um, push and pull between the forces of change and revolution, and and the forces of trying to keep things, trying to consolidate power and keep things right. the same. Right. Now, well, let, me, uh,
2: let me interrupt you for a second, because I, I need you to fix your mic. Somehow it cut out whatever mic you were using, so now you're you're suddenly very muted. Can you check that out?
0: Okay, well, how about now?
2: No, you're the same. It's like you got a call or something on your phone or whatever, and then the mic cut out is what happened. You got a beep, and then it cut out.
0: Okay, well, let's see that's, what I can that's do. That's better. About that. Okay, okay. Prob- cool okay <laughs> sorry about that kids okay so 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 anyway uh, that was that was more than a more than a couple sentences of right right forces of, of shakeup and 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 then the the blowback of trying to retain power
2: yeah I get that I definitely get that um,
0: yeah and then the so- other going to go on on the inner world yeah Um, what i've noticed for myself and and my clients is you know this last six weeks for sure there's really been this whole process of of sorting um and and so one of the things i was going to ask you is like um so how's the dream time been for you has it been different in this last six weeks
2: I gotta tell you, I um for maybe, I want to say at least six years, and it could have coincided with the beginning of Pluto square Pluto for me. Natal Pluto being in the twelfth, uh, and uh, that square happening from the third house. I, I actually um had doom uh, drenched dreams and foreboding and ominous stuff, and I. Was hating doing, I was, I didn't like dreams. I'd wake up, up scared and disoriented often or just waking up trying to forget. And, and so that was really coming up a lot until I started working with this crystal called Oralite 23. And that started, um, just about six weeks ago when I picked some up at the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show. So I picked some up and I've been doing this journaling project of like having it next to my pillow when I sleep and meditating with it. But anyway, so now I'm back to dreaming normally as of about the last four or five weeks. And I wake up so disoriented and I think I'm dreaming normally, but they're so active that I'm just kind of yeah. disoriented and confused. And I'm, I wake up and I'm like, wait a minute. That's that. Oh, that's not happening. Wait a minute. What is happening? They're like, what was I doing? <laughs> I was sleeping. So I'm having that experience with dream time, but I, but I've literally six or seven years of avoiding dreams because I was an avid dream journaler. As I developed a relationship with spirit guides and um, and the ascended master, I I, I have a journals that are full of full of uh, notes from dreams, and uh, it was done for like six years, and I just kind of dreaded it. But it's back, uh-huh. and, and it's been really loud the last the last few few weeks.
0: Yeah, and that's and and for me, that's it, you know, I'm someone uh, again. You're a Moon Neptune conjunction. I'm a Sun Neptune conjunction. So chances yeah. are we have dreams that are of a sort of elevated nature anyway. Mm. But but uh, um, what I've noticed, you know, especially the last six weeks, it's like just the sheer number of dreams a night uh-huh. have, yeah. have been crazy. Yeah, I've definitely. And then for that. me, there's for me there's also you know I I my tendency is to have these really cinematic over the top sorts of dreams. But in the last six weeks, the venue of my dream life has been very mundane. It's been everyday life uh-huh, process. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but it's, but Good. it's all of this. It's, it's all of this sorting things out. What's, you know, and trying like in my dreams, I'm trying to do things where I, I do stuff and, and I see, Oh, that doesn't work out or that's not really that. That. Oh, oops. Let's not do that one again. Right. Um, And and stuff like that. So, And what I've seen with clients is there really seems to be this big sorting process Mm for people right now.
2: Well, we're going to come back and keep talking about this. I want to take the first break. This is A Soul's Journey. I'm Tom Jacobs, and my guest is Hal Barr, and we're going to be back in a couple minutes. Stick with us.
1: Getting grounded. What about cleaning up and improving your relationships with your body, money, and others? Energy worker and channel Tom Jacobs infuses crystals with the supportive, clarifying, and empowering energies of Archangel Metatron and Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth, Saint Germain, and Merlin. Charged Tiger Iron powerfully engages your first, second, and third chakras, while Charged Red Jasper activates chakra two. Users report improved sleep, deepened meditation, increased trust of their bodies, intuition, and spirit guides, better boundaries, and heightened confidence to follow their passions. Included with each charged piece are channeled resources and ongoing support from Tom Jacobs get your charged crystal at tdjacobs.com you've heard tom jacobs the host of ctr's the soul's journey share insightful perspectives on astrology and spirituality providing useful tools to help you make life better each month tom saves his most in-depth analyses for subscribers to his monthly service Subscribers to tdjacobs.com receive a user's manual for each month when the sun changes sign. The sun's time in that sign, ingresses, retrogrades, major aspect patterns, and new and full moons are covered in depth and help you make the most of the present moment. A channeled meditation and a monthly call to pick Tom's brain are included as are a number of perks, exclusive materials, and savings on his classes and products. Read more and sign up monthly or yearly at tdjacobs.com.
2: welcome back to the soul's journey this is tom jacobs from tdjacobs.com my guest tonight is astrologer intuitive and human design practitioner hal bar and we're talking about in a sense we're talking about the week but we're talking about um where we are in this process with putty squares which which have technically ended but there's still a period in which they're in which we're still in that field is how i think of it we're still like walking around in this landscape where a lot of a lot of the stuff is defined by that. And also the, um, uh, the, we're going to talk in a moment about the uh, Pisces new moon solar eclipse, which happens on the 20th. And then, of course, the, uh, vernal, the vernal equinox. So the, sorry, the, uh, well, Hal's going to correct me on the dates. We'll all be fine. <laughs> so anyway, so Hal, you're talking before the break. We're talking about um, the numbers of dreams and these, um, you know, while we're sleeping, these nocturnal dreams, and also uh, that they're more mundane and processing them.
0: Yeah well I, actually for me it's just this what i see is just this this uh major period of time when we when people in general are are sorting through what's me and what isn't me what's what 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 continues to work for me and what's not working yeah and, and for me this is this is all you know the pluto uranus square which is doing has been doing this long process of shakeup, you know, yeah. it's it's five years of shakeup. Um is and and it coming to its final to its culmination right at this point when we're about to have an eclipse in the last degree of of Pisces, the last degree of the zodiac, which you can really look at that as uh, as a real invitation to letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I think we're just everybody's being set up in a really great way to um, the way I've been writing about it is, is is talking about moving away from what's false and moving towards our our own greater personal authenticity
2: okay so so let 's talk about strategies for that you know given this you know several years of shaking shake up stuff with the Uranus squares and then now with the, with the Pisces eclipse, this idea in the, you know, in the last degree of the Zodiac, right? The 360th degree. Let's talk about, let's talk about some strategies for doing that. What does that mean to do that?
0: Well, okay. So, um, before, before I get into it, into a specific strategy, which I, I'm actually going to do a, a, a ceremonial, um, event here. Um, tomorrow so i'm going to talk about about some specific things to do mm-hmm. it's interesting to me to just look at um there are uh so let's see there's a, a a channeled system of images called the sabian symbols
1: mm-hmm.
0: which are um which are give an image to each degree of the zodiac so i think it's it's really interesting to look at What's the image that's actually associated with the sun and the moon coming together in that last degree of, of Pisces? So so, the, and so the image is, and it's a long one, so fasten yeah. your seatbelts. Yeah. The, the image is a majestic rock formation resembling a face is idealized by a boy who takes it as his ideal of greatness, and as he grows up, he begins to look like it. Mm-hmm. So, so to me, there's this in the image of that of that eclipse. There's a, a real call towards recognizing what it is that we idealize, what our vision is, and that whatever we idealize is is what we move towards. Um, right. My friend Linda Hill, who who is is uh, she did a, a wonderful reinterpretation of, of of the Sabian symbols, she has a series of quotes that go along the side, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a great one from Kurt Vonnegut about this, and, and the quote that she pulled from him is, we are what we pretend to be, so we must be careful what we pretend to be.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: right, exactly. <laughs> right. And so, to me, there is this real um, process going on right now about, you know, what is what are the things that I've I've visioned about myself or idealized that that I've taken on that maybe aren't part of me anymore. And what's the new, you know, what's the new uh image? What's the vision that I'm moving into? And what do I want to let go of? So so for me in terms of strategy, um, there are there are a few different things that one can do, but there's there's a one that's there's there's a ceremony that i love to do around this sort of thing so an eclipse one of the things about eclipses is you know it's the moon coming coming in alignment with the earth and the sun moving in between us us and the sun so mm-hmm. so that the brightness of the sun goes away for, for a period of time mm-hmm. so so uh, uh, an invocation that we can do for ourselves is you know what in my life or in myself am i ready to have eclipsed right like what
2: idea what idea what solar thing
0: yeah exactly yeah what belief yeah Um, and then and then and then as the sun moves away or as the moon moves away the sun comes back out and Mm -hmm. we're looking at a new moon anyway so it's it's what in after that eclipse after the clearing of the table what do i want to have What do I want to have come in? What do I want to invite in to 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 begin and and it's and it's sets up a six month window, and then then the other um, and so as far as an actual uh, practice, the thing the thing I'm going to do tomorrow with with. People that are, are coming to this to this event I'm doing in Minnesota is is um, having a bonfire and and taking actually writing out so using the using the four elements so so using um, the air element in terms of of bringing an idea of what is it that I want that I'm willing to have eclipsed. Earthing it by writing it, actually writing it down, mm-hmm. putting it into the into the bonfire and burning it, and then and then um, and then taking those ashes and bringing them to a place where they'll flow into a body of water that will go to to the ocean, eventually out to the ocean. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Minnesota, so so the ocean's a, a, a bit a bit of a distance away. Right, but. Um, and then doing the same thing with the the idea of what do I want to bring in so so that's a that is actually a standard um new moon magical process that I've used for years mm-hmm. um that that I've watched work very effectively but but doing it at an eclipse point uh, which is you know you can look at that as. I think the uh, modern hypists like to call like to call it a super new moon, right? Which which works for me. So it's it 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 invokes that change in a really powerful way. Yeah. So the uh, the other part of this, you know, I I work with another system called Human Design, which is is looking at um, activations in energy centers, and what's interesting is. Is for me, is that this eclipse also brings in a week-long uh, transit in the human design system that actually lights up a whole channel between the sun, the moon, and Uranus. And, and the, the solar eclipse happens in a gate that relates to the, to the I Ching hexagram of innocence or turning away from falsehood. So, so for me, this period of time, um, more than other eclipse moments, is really potent. Really, it's it's a very strong opening portal for invoking uh, things to change. You know,
2: sometimes I'll I'll talk on the show and in my classes and in readings about. um uh, aligning with what 's capital t true for you, and one of uh, my subscribers on the on the monthly call a few weeks ago said you know that's that 's awesome, but I think a lot of us are i don 't and she wasn 't taking exception to it, but she was saying, yeah yeah, but a lot of us don 't know what that means, and I think it 's really um the idea of what would I like eclipsed what you know in this sense of letting something go this new beginning you know by letting something go And it is a Neptunian Piscean process, this idea that I think of. And it's, and it's holding this vision, even if we're swimming in the soupy fog. And like, like with Jupiter Sagittarius stuff, we might reach for a vision, you know, reach out for one. But with Piscean Neptune energy, we're supposed to embody that vision. And so uh, I'm just like, what you're saying is kind of, you know, not specifically about that ritual, but that idea of like, you know, writing the thing down. Well, what is it? You know, what is it? Well, all the chatter of mind, you know, getting beyond the soupy fog of the chatter of mind to that vibrational resonance of what is capital T true for me. And and for me, it involves a lot of um, noticing what I don't want to carry forward before I realize what I do want to carry forward.
0: Absolutely. And and I also I, and I love, of course. You and I are great at talking about Neptunian process. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> so so because so, for me, that's always the Neptunian process is also always about a leap of faith. Yeah, where where you are where you are leaping. I, I can't even say you're leaping off a cliff because who knows? <laughs> right. the, the fog is so thick. Who knows where you are? That's right. But but you are taking this leap, and so when I when I talk about. Uh, even in terms of writing down what I'm ready to have eclipsed and writing down what I would like to bring in, it, it, it might be <clears throat> specific, but it can also be done in a very Neptunian way in which, you know, I, a, a, a really simple version is I, I am grateful for the old dream and willing yeah. to let it go and 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 I invite the new dream to come in
2: I like that a lot because that's openness but it's also it, it can be a kind of firm decisiveness but it's open and flowing and open which we need for Neptunian stuff you know for Pisces I, I,
0: and I think it's also it's always good to be to, to be truly grateful for the lessons we've learned from the things that we are willing to to have go out of our life. Yeah, yeah, and and also that in terms of you know invoking the the new dream to come in, and the thing I always like to play with is you know for the new dream to come in with the the, the to allow me to be of greatest service with the greatest amount of joy.
2: Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that a lot, and that and that actually works for. The idea of life purpose and, in general, what you want your life to be, and overall, and I, and um, you know, people ask me questions about not just life purpose, but about work they should do, and I always bring in this idea of holding this vision, even if you're, you can't see where it is, and, and something that I find helps me work with spirit or work with guides or unseen friends and helpers is to say, um, here's my goal. Thanks in advance for your support. I don't know the details, but let's go, let's go there. Let's, let's make this happen. And they don't do things for you, but they can, they can help, um, nudge intuition and bring opportunities. And, you know, so that you can make better choices, but you have to have a vision before guides and helpers can even go to work. And all the things that, that I do that have developed because of this really interesting collaboration with Jehudi and Metatron, the archangel and the ascended master, um, this, I could never have imagined what it looks like. And and so Leap of Faith, you know, that's very – it's very easy to use that when talking in, you know, New Age circles or metaphysical circles, but that is exactly what it is. And I said – I, you know, something like I want to be a positive influence. I want to help people and I want to get to the bottom of this garbage I've been carrying and this (laughs) convergent, you know, however I said it, (laughs) but this convergence, you know, this convergence of that intention and saying, I may not know what it looks like. And I certainly have literally no idea how to get there. Thanks in advance for however you can help me. And it's been breadcrumb trail after breadcrumb trail. And it's been amazing to the point where, I'm actually, I'm, I'm seeing real results and I can, I can say, yeah, after this like 11, 12 year process, I, I, am not the king of having faith, but I'm the king of coming back to having faith. You know what I mean? Like maybe I'm the page (laughs) or prince, but like, you know, certainly I have my bad days where I don't trust and I have frustrations too, like everybody, but coming back to that place where we're open, I guess is the the whole thing what I'm saying, but I don't know the details. So I'm holding this vision. I'm actually, I know with absolute certainty the lighthouse is on the other side of this fog. I know it, and I can see this image in my mind's eye. But, but yeah, I'm going to let myself be guided to get there because I can't see it literally with my brain and my eyes right now.
0: And I, I, for me too, when I when I work for myself and when I work with clients, where I always go is you know, it's it's great if you know details, but yeah. but it's it also it's it's sometimes the most effective thing. And for me, oftentimes the most effective thing is just to actually put out to the universe. This is how, this is how I would like to feel. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and allow the universe to come up to to deal with the details and, and to, and to just let me, if, if what I know is in my life experience, the world's always talking to me. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just, am I receptive and open and actually paying attention and listening? Yeah. So sometimes it has to repeat itself over and over until I actually see it. But, but for me, it's it's all all I really. Uh, if I'm invoking great change in my life, I don't need to see. Um, I don't actually need to see the vision at the end. What I do need to do yes. is is just see where's the next place i need to go to okay
2: yeah i get that i like that yeah well let's let's take the second break and then come back and get into the this third quality of invitation to change which is the uh which is the the uh, vernal equinox so so stick with me this is tom jacobs on the soul's journey my guest is hal Barr. we'll be right back
1: Getting grounded. What about cleaning up and improving your relationships with your body, money, and others? Energy worker and channel Tom Jacobs infuses crystals with the supportive, clarifying, and empowering energies of Archangel Metatron and Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth, Saint Germain, and Merlin. Charged Tiger Iron powerfully engages your first, second, and third chakras, while Charged Red Jasper activates chakra two. Users report improved sleep, deepened meditation, increased trust of their bodies, intuition, and spirit guides, better boundaries, and heightened confidence to follow their passions. Included with each charged piece are channeled resources and ongoing support from Tom Jacobs. Get your charged crystal at tdjacobs.com. You've heard Tom Jacobs, the host of CTR's The Soul's Journey, share insightful perspectives on astrology and spirituality, providing useful tools to help you make life better. Each month, Tom saves his most in-depth analyses for subscribers to his monthly service subscribers to tdjacobs.com receive a user's manual for each month when the sun changes sign the sun's time in that sign ingresses retrogrades major aspect patterns and new and full moons are covered in depth and help you make the most of the present moment a channeled meditation and a monthly call to pick tom's brain are included as are a number of perks, exclusive materials, and savings on his classes and products. Read more and sign up monthly or yearly at tdjacobs.com.
2: Hello, people all over the place. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. Uh, this is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and my guest, Hal Barr from souljourneydesign.com. Uh, we're talking about various things, and we're finishing up the uh, the, the Piscean Eclipse idea, and, and, and uh, I think, Hal, you were going to mention something else. I want to give you a chance to do that before we move on to the, uh, the Equinox.
0: Oh, what uh, <laughs> I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were going to ask me something. Oh yes, yeah. thank you. We just thank talked you. about it. <laughs> well, you know, you, you and I get talking and, and I am just willing to flow any place with you. And yeah. we go, um, Tom and I, when we, when we talk to each other, we go everywhere and anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so, yeah, so actually, um, you know, so I've babbled on about my, my view of things and, and Tom, you know, you do such brilliant work on your wavelength. I'm just curious you know what's been coming through for you in in this last little bit of time,
2: yeah, well, as I mentioned before, and I said during the break, I won't mention again, but but the uh, the dreaming thing is a huge piece of it because i um really like I said I really actively um you know noted my dreams and took messages and wrote out you know all kinds of. Those things just to just to be in touch with that other realm before I really started channeling so I'm happy that, that that's a different and and that as I mentioned earlier in the show is uh, happening or has happened because of some crystal work and so crystals have really been um, coming up as these different it's kind of like different um, Different people to hang out with, different attitudes and different agendas. And so I might go have lunch with Joe, and Joe's very focused on his work. And then I might go have um, you know dinner a week later with Linda, and Linda is like really into you know her pets and her family. And so you know these different agendas and different focuses. And um, so I've been spending a lot of time with the Oralite Twenty Three, which helps me kind of hover above the material reality in a peaceful way. And at the same time, I've been working with. Programmed onyx. The Orlite 23 is not even programmed yet. It's not even charged. But the onyx takes me deep into plutonian territory. So what's been happening for me, kind of, kind of a long segue to get to, I'm seeing a lot more negative potentials while I'm seeing how to effortlessly align with a positive thread. And that for me is a, is a breakthrough. And so I see it as Pluto Uranus stuff. And I also see it as Neptunian stuff. And I'm in, you know, my natal Neptune, Mercury, Moon are being squared and Sagittarius are being squared by transiting Neptune. And so I'm having this, always having this Neptunian mm-hmm. opening. And so, so I'm in this position of being really aware of what sub personalities and inner kids and other life parts who may be disgruntled or confused have to say. But I'm able to more often align peacefully with what i know is true what i choose to align with the idea of like the, the the ideal you know that image of the ideal, the sabian symbol too so i'm in that position and and i'm seeing so to speak at different times i'm having conversations with the worst of me and i'm managing them really lovingly which is what i uh-huh attempt to do and what i teach other people to do but using the crystals i've really been able to uh kind of cross a line with it into new territory most notably regarding um, frustration levels and how i deal with anger or unhappy and or unhappiness and anger in my observation is always a response to pain so by using the onyx and the oroyle 23 in combination i'm really able to work with the source of pain more clearly without Mm. reacting to it in a messed up way i'm not perfect with that but it's better and i'm just noticing it. and for the listeners who've watched or watch the show a lot listen to this show or podcast a lot i've talked about my relationship with the um the barking dogs in my neighborhood for the last uh, (laughs) three different neighborhoods for like five and a half years and how you were here and we talked about it um and, you know, that was like one of like 30 different ways I've approached looking at this, you know, that conversation we had. And, and, and I really have just gotten through to the part of me that has that anger. And I've just really had a breakthrough with, the, with the onyx and working with it. And it did involve a really ugly day, which I described a few weeks ago on the show where I had an argument with somebody, um, at a club, at the Lapidary Club here in town. Um, he saw the absolute worst of me. I called him names. He called me names. We left. (laughs) You know, it was like really bad. But I'm mostly through that, and um, so that's what's been coming up for me is like, what's the image I want to have? Well, I want to keep building momentum with what I do because I see that I have a real effect, and I'm affecting people in a positive way, and I get that feedback more and more now, and I'm just letting that feed that that vision of, yeah. How can I kind of leverage what I'm what I'm doing and how I'm connected for this next step to expand this and really reach more people? And you know, the crystals is a huge part of that and the show is too.
0: Well, Tom, I, I just want to congratulate you on letting your big bad barking dog out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and and yeah. then and and in also in the process feeding him some some more nutritious food that you. might help his constitution. I think that's brilliant. I, I actually think the fact that that you went out and found the perfect dog partner to to howl with. Yes I did. Um, you know something? Congratulations. <laughs> I, I think that that's I think that, that is huge. I I think that for people like us that might have a certain kind of investment in not expressing um, uh, darker elements, yeah. To, I, I, I sort of, as you told that story, I got a big smile on my face. It, it felt, right, yeah. it actually felt very healthy to me, and and Thank I just thought, you. you know, oh, he he let his he finally let his barking dog out. So That's right. Maybe there's less for the other dogs to bark at.
2: There is, there is, and when they are barking, I am less aware of it. I might I might begin to hear it and realize it's been going on for a couple of minutes and say yeah Yeah. it's happening but the other thing with that is um when you were here in november and i went into it with you that was probably as in depth as i ever go with it so you really got the full measure of my confusion and frustration you know explicated when we talked and because most of the time i don't go into that because it's you know it takes me it has taken me to a frustrated negative place and so so even you know that you observe that you 're really seeing it because you really saw it when you were here, <laughs> you, yeah. I think you really uh saw the full measure of my, it. my girlfriend hears about it off and on, but but okay. she 's heard all these things, but you got like this down you got like forty minutes of it at once, the entire story, and usually i 'm like, well, three minutes here, two minutes there because i don 't want to go into that negativity, but I feel really peaceful about it, like yeah, okay
0: yeah well and, and that's one of my gifts is I give people permission. So yeah, I definitely it get was, that. It was, it was a wonderful experience for me. I appreciate and, that. Dude. And, and I, I love I love dogs of all types. So, I, I am a dog, actually. I'm an earth dog. I but, know you are. But you know, and I, Yeah.
2: And I, and, I, and I get that, and it's good. And I, I like them, too. And lately, what's been happening is I'm meeting dogs who are interested in playing with me. Like uh-huh. That's what's happening. <laughs> you know, even one lady in the grocery store – I don't know why people have their dog in the store – and the dog was really nice and sweet. And the lady says, oh you know, whatever the dog's name is, uh, never wants to talk to people. And I said, well, I guess I'm a nice guy. And I was making a joke and, and I said hi to the dog and the dog was really great and we had a nice time,
0: <laughs> you know? And yeah. so, so there's, you know, one of the, one of the invocations might be, you know, uh, uh, um, from, from barking dog to woof, woof, want to play. Yeah, Exactly. I like which that, is, which you. is which is a trademark of one of my one of my great astrological friends, Caroline Casey. That's one of her That's that's one of her taglines. Um, oh, but I but great. I really love that. Um, yeah. uh, so um, and I I really appreciate what you had to say about working with crystals, mm-hmm. because as you're talking about that, you know, I'm looking at myself and and um, I am someone who has never worn jewelry, mm-hmm. but. Over this last year, and especially in the last six months, I have so many different stones that have <laughs> leapt onto my wrists, my neck, or my hands. Yeah. Um, as as I walk past them, it's it's really amazing. And what I what I notice is that there are certain stones um, that want to that that just want My frequency wants to to interact with them or they want to come into my frequency. Yes. And 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 so here's for me, again, it's it's one of the advantages of having being a a Neptune conjunction. You know, I'm I'm quite quite happy with just doing things that, you know, allowing things to happen or doing things that Mm -hmm. feel right without having to um, to use my brain to figure out. What is this about, and why am I doing this, and where is it going <laughs> right right? yeah, so you but, stated but, some intention,
2: but, and that thing is like the answer to the to the question that the intention poses, like you say, "I'm headed this way or I'm open to this, or I'm ready to release that or try on this," and then you kind of say, "hmm yeah, and you move out you move on with your day and your business and your week, and then it's like that gets vibrated toward you like it does it wants to interact with your energy field to activate or open a pathway and that's how crystals find us. You know that's how we they find us. And the the most significant crystals I've worked with have been gifts from people. Typically they think they're random gifts and of course they're not.
0: Of course. Yeah. There's nothing there's nothing random that happens. And you know there's another thing that you said that really struck me that that I love that I really love the um the philosophy behind it. And and it's that um To paraphrase or or to put my own words and you'll you can correct me if I'm off. But, you know, what I get is that really we actually have to work in our lives to make ourselves unhappy. (laughs) And 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 that and that and that happiness and flowing into what we are supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. is as simple as just allowing ourselves to be who we are, yeah. At any given moment, in the yeah. moment, and and the more authentic self we are being, then then we're we're in the right place for the right thing, and and things happen as in, in a way that that brings happiness and joy. But I, I recognize in my life, you know, I have worked very hard in my life. At different times to make things be complicated and, you know, less than joyous.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, that brings me back to the Uranus Pluto square stuff that, that we're still in that field of, which is if you're present in the moment and you're willing not to hold on to those old things, put on Capricorn, those things that disempower you, you will find that you are free. You are just, you know, in in the square idea. Sometimes I've talked about, well, Uranus and Aries wants you to be courageous to break free from power structures and destroy those sacred cows. You know, all this kind of dramatic stuff. But really, if you're just present, you'll see. Gosh, it takes a lot of energy
0: to stay that unhappy. Like
2: that's Pluto Uranus square. (coughs) Uranus Aries. Yeah.
0: Right. You know that is that is you know when when the gods of change are are at your disposal. The, the place that you that you start feeling discomfort is the places that you're ho- trying to hold on to stuff yeah. staying the same. That's and, right. and in fact, the stuff you're holding on to doesn't even work anymore.
2: Yeah, that's right. And it maybe never worked, but you were really <laughs>
0: trying. <laughs> you really right.
2: wanted to be able to create a solution or implement a structure or something. And and that's why when I talk about this stuff, I sometimes for me, or different thought, different ways of looking at those squares had brought me into um, the Pluto and Capricorn side, asking you, you know, who's in charge of your life? And I've talked about it as who's your daddy, like who's in charge. And it's kind of tongue in cheek, who's your daddy, but it's like, wait, do I have somebody else's voice of authority in my head saying I should be like this that keeps me unhappy? And oftentimes, oftentimes it is, it's like, well, everything was always like this. And they told me, so I kept doing it that way. Or it looked like, you know, I didn't have creative choice or didn't have the strength to change something because I was, you know, something's reified or I'm, I'm in this flow and it's always been like that, you know, so, but yeah, presence, it's just being present because you, your body tells you what feels good. Your, your heart is either open or closed, you know, simple circuit, yes, no, on, off, open, closed. So yeah. And it's, and, and, and like you talked about working, you know, when, when we work hard to stay in a, certain kind of place that's unhappy that's the brain that's the linear logical mind self that's not the body Absolutely. and the heart the body never wants you to be unhappy the body wants you to be repulsed by what is terrible that's what the body's doing
0: what well, i when, love that you're bringing up the body because i i do think that this whole period of time it's like it's like where we where we choose to hang on to what isn't us i think it's likely yeah. that we're go, going to experience not just Emotional pain, but we're going to actually experience physical pain.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and what we yeah, and this because the body manifests what's going on in the energy field.
0: And that's and, the, and for me, there's yeah. sorry, I, I was going to yeah. say for me, there's there's a real image for you know Pluto in Capricorn, mm-hmm. um, Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and Darth Vader in in both ways because there's Darth Vader in, in his in his. Um, unhappiness and darkness with the helmet on, and then there's you know at the end when Luke is there and he takes the helmet off and the and, yes. the, and the moment is is just sort of like oh dad
2: yeah exactly all this trouble yeah <laughs> oh just, what were just we take
0: thinking? just take your helmet off
2: yeah just let it go dad you can change <laughs> everything's gonna be okay well listen we have like one minute left so we gotta wrap it up um, so thank you. Hal, for coming back and sharing all
0: this it's with me a, and creating it is this. always a delight to talk with you, Tom.
2: So please tell our listeners um, what your website is, and that you're in Minnesota, and what you're up to, and how they can get in touch with you, and what you're doing. Oh,
0: so I'm actually I, I'm, I'm teaching I'm teaching astrology in Minnesota right now, and I'm doing a doing a, a ceremonial invocation around the the eclipse, which is happening tomorrow night. I'm down in Rochester. My website is souljourneydesign.com. And Great. the um, and the healing center I'm working out of is Wind Over Fire, and, and they're, they're on the net, too, at windoverfire.com.
2: Great. Thank you. And so um, uh, well, I'm sure that I'll be inviting you back because I love having you on the show. And so thanks again. And thanks again, for everybody, for listening. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and also get the archive at tdjacobs.com. Take care, and I'll talk to you next week.
1: You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.